0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of the awkward Riddle, the only podcast in the whole internet i'm your host alice in the wonderland and let's dive right into it self-love two words overused and definitely not justifiably explained. People often confuse between self-love and self-obsession or narcissism. There is a fine line between the two and it is very important to understand when self-love becomes self-obsession. Self-love is liberating. It is positive. It is about loving oneself, accepting one's flaws and shortcomings or imperfections and understanding no one is perfect. It is about showing kindness to one's soul and the universe within oneself. It is about understanding that it's about growth, becoming better and striving to be the best version of oneself. Achieving self-love is a process. In fact, it is a lifelong process. It is not something one just achieves over one night. It starts with first understanding what self-love is and Why it is of such importance? Self-love is not just hashtagging self-love on your selfies. Loving yourself is something that is inward and not just something that should be faked on social media to start trends. Then there is self-obsession. Self-obsession or narcissism is in fact negative. When someone is obsessed with oneself, they just see themselves and no one else. The world revolves around them and everything in it exists to serve them. Self-obsessed people either don't see their flaws or overlook their flaws justifying them. For instance, if you know that you are narcissistic and then you put it in your Instagram bio, that just shows how proud you are of your flaws. One thing that is wrongly fed into our brains is that everyone is perfect the way they are and they should be proud of who they are and they don't need to change. No, that is not self-love. That's just propaganda for narcissism. This message overlooks the fact that one should not glorify one's flaws like being rude to others. Idolizing your flaws is not self-love, it's self-obsession. One doesn't need to be proud of something that is negative. Change for becoming better is not bad. Improvement is not bad. Self-love just means a chilling photo of people on the beach or in hill station sipping coffee. Everyone seems to be preaching it, but how many of us are actually implementing it in our lives? So, how do we even solve this problem? If people can't love themselves, how will they love each other? What we need right now is an intervention. We need to first understand how to know if what we have for ourselves is love or obsession, or if you really have some love for yourself. Once we understand that, The next step would be to learn how to spread your love to others and helping others realize that it's okay to have flaws as long as you are willing to improve so let's go one by one what self-love should be like and what self-obsession is so the first one is room for improvement self-obsessed people tend to either overlook their flaws or don't consider their flaws as flaws because they think that they are the best version of themselves They often confuse between accepting flaws and glorifying flaws. They think that if they just tell everyone I'm selfish and that's just the way I am and I can't help it. Then it's just idolizing it and they are making it clear that there is no room for improvement because they have accepted this as their flaw and hence there is nothing wrong with it. This is not self-love. Instead, if someone says that, you know, this is one of my flaws or shortcoming, but I'm working towards it to do better. This sounds like they really understand that a change is necessary and they are trying their best. That is the difference between just acceptance and acceptance and taking actions for it. The second one is root. Self-love roots from confidence, kindness, encouragement and care. And that is how they project it to others. That is impact, which is the third one. It will be a delight to be near a person who love themselves truly. People who know how to love themselves are not scared to be vulnerable around others. They know the importance of kindness, empathy, and love. Whereas self-obsessed people are annoying to be around. They tend to belittle others' effort and they somehow manage to make everything about themselves. They know how to turn the conversation around and make it about themselves because they simply think that they are perfect and they are important. They just seek attention and love to be in limelight and the topic of the talk. The fourth one is self-love teaches to be a happy person. Whereas self-obsession is about being happy only with yourself. The fifth one is self-love teaches you to be a source of inspiration, happiness and treating others with respect. Whereas self-obsession is about being the main priority and expecting others to respect you and give you attentions but they don't believe in reciprocating it to others unless it serves their purpose. Self-obsessed people tend to be egoistic ignorant. They can't understand other people's feelings and are insensitive to them in real life whereas Self-loving people are usually more approachable and down-to-earth and empathetic. Self-obsessed people tend to be defensive. They live in a superficial world and deep down they fear that someone might prove them wrong and they can't stand it. They have this pathological need to be always right and it physically hurts them if someone proves them wrong. They will always find baseless ways to prove themselves correct, whereas self-loving people are open to criticism from right set of people. They are open to new perspectives and improvements and they are not scared to be proven wrong because they know that there could be better ways to do things. Because of this need of self-obsessed people to be always right, you will often find them contradicting themselves. Self-loving people are self-aware and they tend to make lesser mistakes since they are clear about what they need and what they believe in. The ninth one is self-obsessed people tend to compete with others even close friends. Because they can't stand the fact that someone could be better than them, which only makes them miserable. This rat race soaks all energy out of them and it might lead to developing all these negative thoughts for others, isolating them even more from others. Self-loving people on the other hand are fully aware of their potentials and they know that they only have to be better versions of themselves since the comparison is always with the past self. and It tends to be a fun journey and a peaceful journey with no negative emotions and just being positive. And they spread this energy to people around them too. Being kind to one's soul, one's body and being aware of oneself and standing up and protecting oneself from injustice and inequality and projecting these ways to everyone else in the world is what self-love is about. Being self-aware of one's shortcomings and making sure you are not exploiting others of their love is what self-loving is about. And as incredible as it sounds, it is a difficult process too. Loving yourself is difficult. It takes patience and understanding. But when you achieve it, it is totally worth it. It is peaceful. So guys, I hope you liked this episode and I hope to release another episode in next week too. So today's episode was part of a three-episode series called Fine Line where I talk about two similar topics that are often misunderstood as the same, causing confusions. So I will see you again soon. Till then, have a great weekend ahead. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Bye-bye.